Welcome to The Edge and Beyond, a podcast by Intel, where we're making sense of use cases across industries such as retail, banking, hospitality, and education. You're going to hear tech considerations, best practices, how-tos, and recommendations. It's all here on To The Edge and Beyond. Hello, and welcome to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries, brought to you by the Intel Internet of Things Group. In this episode, we are going to explore the uses of AI in the digital transformation for banking. I'm your host, James Kent, and joining me today are my guests, Kathy Crumley, Global Market Lead, Banking and Payment Enablement at Intel, and Vicki Milhone, Solutions Engineer at Intel. Kathy and Vicki, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, James. What's been happening in the bank industry, and specifically at the branch level, that's provided the impetus for a new approach? Is it the obvious, COVID, or are there additional factors at play? Without question, COVID has been the single most disruptive hit to the banking industry in most likely the last century. As much of an impact as it has inflicted on the banking market, COVID has also helped to fast track the adoption and usage of some key payment modalities, such as contactless transactions that otherwise we here in the U.S. may have taken years to fully roll out into the market. But additionally, there have been other business growth models that have been at play for banks in the last three to five years, such as digital transformation, which is what Vicki and I will be talking to you about today. We took a deeper dive into the key objectives that were driving innovation at banks today. 69% of banks are focused on giving their customers a better branch experience. 66% of banks want more predictive ways to anticipate consumers' needs for services and products. And 63% of those banks want to improve their workforce or staff skills during the customer engagement process. So James, rounding out my response here, I want to highlight also the top three technology focuses for banks or bank branches. And those top three focuses are modernize and transform the bank branch and design, increase in the number of assisted self-serve devices and terminals, And then the cross-channel integration from an on-premise technology as well as a mobility technology. Online consumers may be used to customer service with a chatbot component when they need help answering a question. But now we're talking about bringing that technology into the bank itself. Tell me more about the smart kiosk solutions available How do they work? What type of customer interactions are they best suited for? And what type of interactions are they unsuited for? From a a smart kiosk solutions perspective, there are several in-demand use cases uh, that a chatbot is really targeted and delivers a solution very nicely for. Going into a bank branch to open or close an account. Um, it, it could be a net new account from that perspective. Bill pay opportunities, a check-in 
for an appointment with my personal banker. Someone that maybe wants to check their loyalty point balance that is accruing points on a checking or a savings account balance. Cue busting. So you're in the bank branch at a very busy time or peak hour and the self-serve kiosk can get you allocated into a section of the bank or bank branch that is going to expedite the purpose and the reason that you're in the bank for. I like that feature. And then um, meet my banker. So this is really for the lengthier types of meetings, such as if you had a wealth management portfolio that you wanted to sit down and review with your banker or your investment advisor, mortgage, um, lending, those types of meetings and engagements that really a chatbot is not specifically targeted for, although they can aid in that. But these types of lengthier transactions and engagements require are also um, an element of additional privacy and confidentiality. Now, obviously, kiosks are not new to banks, correct? Self-service kiosks have been deployed before. What, what makes kiosk with chatbot features different? It's all about the customer experience and the business intelligence when you're really focused on the self-serve kiosk. This gives the bank an opportunity to acquire more knowledge about their customers and their customers' behaviors. It will help to streamline the queue and make better use of the bank's existing workforce during peak and non-peak business hours. Plus, if that kiosk is available in a 24-7 type of scenario, that is more opportunity as well for um, serving their customers and their customer needs in an on-demand fashion. We mentioned right at the beginning that the pandemic has had a big impact so the pandemic's obviously affected the need for this type of solution. Did you meet resistance to this type of technology in the marketplace prior to COVID hitting? And then obviously, have you seen a shift in the months since? What are you seeing? Good question. Prior to the pandemic, we were seeing many banks and financial institutions starting to flirt and kick around their digital transformation process engagement. But the pandemic has certainly accelerated a lot of the AI, touchless or contactless technology requirements as a red hot priority for banks and financial institutions. Let me give you a great example. Let's say a millennial visits a bank to open up a brand new account. Instead of the old paper intensive way of opening an account, the millennial could visit the kiosk and not only open up the account in record time, they could also have the credential issued digitally from the bank and it be downloaded into their smartphone wallet that they're carrying around in their pocket. This capability gives that consumer or that millennial that just opened that account immediate access to those funds. So when they walk out of the bank or the bank branch, they can then start to utilize those funds. In previous or in the traditional way that we as a banking marketplace have supported this capability of opening a new account, we've had to wait five to seven days. I remember. For the credential, <laughs> you know, the secure credential to end up in our mailbox. Um, and then you had to set up your PIN perhaps, or it, it was very labor intensive for the most part to get 
the activation of the card and things like that, where the digital issuance of the credential for a new account is seamless, it's digital, and it is authenticated from the bank premise. You just mentioned AI. The big component driving AI is machine learning. What is the accumulated data telling you about customer experiences and interactions with the kiosk so far? And how is that data shaping the evolution of the kiosk services for the future? James, that's a great question as well. Um, You know, indicators are really showing that customers are using the kiosk as another tool in their toolbox. So they're generally receptive to trying new ways to interface with the bank. And if we look at their toolbox, they have mobile applications, phone calls, kiosk, and then face-to-face interaction to pick from. Ultimately, the customer is going to pick the path of least resistance to accomplish what they need. The, The data is really important, right? Technology is all about data right now. And with more data, Uh, We'll be able to understand each customer better. We can provide more tailored solutions. We can custom their digital experience to the tasks they normally like to do at the kiosk. We also can evaluate those kiosk services that are being used less. Um, If we find that a service is deployed on a kiosk, we can then ask those questions. Well, why? You know, are the responses too general? Is it not detailed? Is the system too slow to respond? Um, So there really is a lot of opportunity to add or change those services based on how we see customers actually using the kiosk. The kiosk is really a first step into interacting with customers on a different level. Where do you see Intel solutions going next in the banking industry? What are you working on or towards? So there's a lot of parallel efforts um, in the banking industry and the application of technology. Um, I'd say there's probably two big ones that we're focused on, you know, in addition to the kiosk services. Utilizing Intel's vPro technology for remote management is very important. This gives us the ability to make some improvements in remote provisioning, debug, and repair. All of those things can be time-consuming and costly, so we can make a lot of headway to, to keeping those systems up and running. And in addition to customer-facing technologies like the kiosk that we're, we're focused on today, there's area of improvements for increasing operational efficiencies at the bank branch. I think this is going to be centered around using local edge compute for workload consolidation. And, and when we implement something like that, we have a lot of benefits so we can more easily deploy and upgrade servers. Uh, We have that high-performance compute on-site for AI tasks. And the more compute that we do locally, the less reliance we have on potentially costly network backhaul. What are the key technical considerations for developing and deploying AI chatbot kiosk solutions? Sure. This is really a, a systems design problem to start with. So there's an element of design, development, and integration that goes into developing a system not only for AI chatbot, but any kiosk that's serving the bank. So we start with deciding what functions or services that system will link that down into the hardware and software components and designing the interfaces between them. Specific to the AI chatbot, if we start by looking at the user experience, 
we know that the user needs something natural and fast to interact with. So if this interaction with the kiosk is slow or confusing, they're going to skip it and they're going to look for a bank employee to help. Conversational AI helps by providing that natural interface. It's natural for us to have a conversation and we don't have to worry about someone learning how to navigate menu options in a typical kiosk interface. So then we have to figure out how to make that back and forth conversation fast enough. Um, AI chatbot in itself is a heavy workload. So we're, we're capturing the input speech from the customer. We're processing that. We have to understand it. We have to formulate a response that might involve querying other systems. And we have to translate that response back to audio to send back out to the customer. So by using compute that's closest to the customer in the form of computing, that pipeline, that interaction works much faster. Then we can reduce a lot of the network traffic or latency by not sending that information out to the cloud. So now we can have that conversation. It can happen fast. It's natural. And we have some options to do it anytime, even if the network's down for some reason. Um, so after deployment of that kiosk and after deployment of those AI models, um, those models can be retrained, redeployed, and ultimately we end up with this system that has a continuous cycle of improvement. So what's been the reaction to consumers with this new approach? Are they receptive? Are they cautious? I love this question. <laughs> well, I'm very curious about it. <laughs> it's a very important question. Why is it important? Because as a bank or a financial institution, one of the key critical factors is KYC, know your customer. We are seeing that the younger generations are gravitating, almost pushing toward any new technology, specifically any new technology that will fit within the palm of their hand in that computer that they're carrying around in the palm of their hand 24-7. On the other hand, and possibly the other extreme, the aging population, they're quite hesitant on the chatbot offerings. They aren't sure how to use it. They're concerned about what if I give up sensitive information? They've been scared to death with the scam phone calls. So Absolutely. this is another another new technology that in their mind, they need to go through and get an education on and have it vetted for them. Um, so they aren't sure how to use it. Uh, and this generation simply feels more comfortable working with and within a one-on-one -on -one scenario with a banking representative. We've also seen that the bank itself or the bank branch lobby has become a destination almost for this aging generation. They have keen personal relationships with the banking personnel and workforce on a much more interpersonal level than the millennials would ever consider uh, encroaching upon. So to answer your question, James, it depends on the reaction to the approach and to the new solution or technology is how comfortable the consumer is with adopting new technology patterns and behaviors. I can imagine, I, I'm imagining myself in a line where I, I've had this happen in my past where 
I have to wait in a long line just so I can get up to the teller to then get pointed to some business elsewhere in the bank. And yes. that's why I, I reacted earlier. I thought that was a great feature about getting kind of placed in the kiosk without having to wait in a line just to get put into a different line. Mm-hmm. Yet, I bet you there are some with their cautious nature that would wait out to get a teller to direct them to somewhere else where they could save a lot of time by going to the chatbot. How do you overcome that through education? How do you get people to give up their reservations and give it a try? Well, I think it all comes down to education and making sure that you have a seamless and frictionless experience from a customer and consumer perspective when you are starting to roll out that new piece of technology or point product, in this case, uh, an AI-enabled chatbot. Some of the most successful implementations that we have seen has has taken place around community education, uh, a community focus group outreach program where they target the customer base that, and when I say they, I'm talking about the banks, the banks will target their customer base that they feel will gravitate or adopt quickly this new technology or this new capability, whether it's on their their mobile app or whether it's in their bank lobby. So I think at the the fundamental foundational layer, it has to start with education. We mentioned that there are some that have you know, concerns over privacy. And that kind of leads me into my next question. How does security and privacy play into the experience with the kiosk and consumers? One might think of a person-to-person interaction as somehow more private and secure. Uh, you've already mentioned that there are some concerns there. So what what is built into the kiosk that, that helps uh, alleviate those concerns? Well, security and privacy are generally important topics in banking, You're especially when you're dealing with people's money. Things like facial authentication is becoming more widely used for identifying customers. There's more data generated related to a person's banking experience. Banks and solution providers need to evaluate the services offered by the kiosk to make sure that that data is secure in transit and at rest. And, and make sure that they're abiding by all of the industry regulations. We feel like edge computing can be a part of this because now that processing can be kept local to the branch's network. That allows the banks to decide if the data around the transaction should be kept long-term and where it should be stored. So there's a lot of extra flexibility when designing that full end-to-end solution. A quick note on the person-to-person interaction. We know that finances are an especially personal and emotional area for customers. And and it's possible that a person identifies the inside of a bank as a more private venue than using a kiosk outside of the branch. Given the amount of data around the transactions and customer preferences, you know, it might make sense to enable some services on a kiosk that sits inside the branch walls and realize that some services don't really make sense to deploy on a kiosk that's outside of the branch. Uh, Maybe there's some services that customers require a bank employee to handle directly. Um, But really, this is all about flexibility. The deployments can be faster, they can be easier. You can pilot services on a kiosk in different locations and really be able to understand what the customer's like. As we wrap up the conversation, I want to make sure we haven't left anything on the table. 
Is there anything else related to the topic at hand we should cover? We've talked a lot about AI chatbot kiosks. We've talked about deploying different services. So I just wanted to reiterate that a kiosk can be multifunction. It doesn't have to be a single function chatbot kiosk. It can act as digital signage when it's not in use. You can include peripherals like scanning or printing. Uh, it can act as a check-in point in the bank lobby like we touched on earlier. So there's a lot of flexibility there in addition to an AI chatbot service on a kiosk. Finally, how and why should the ecosystem partner with Intel to develop banking solutions? What does Intel bring to the table? I'll start this one with just saying, you know, we can help with defining an architecture for solution, and we have a wide range of enabling tools. Um, this is everything from silicon products like general compute with hardware accelerated functions, tools like Intel vPro for remote management, and a wide variety of software toolkits to help with optimizing your solution and time to market. And to wrap up on this point, Intel understands the market and the market players very well. And we have a very robust ecosystem of partners and solutions today that support an extensive reach out into the vertical markets with technologies that can address most any pain point a financial institution is struggling with today. Kathy, Vicki, if someone listening to this podcast today would like to get in touch with the Intel Internet of Things group, what would be the best place for them to start? They can start by reaching out to Vicki or myself, um, and we can be contacted uh, via email at kathy.r.crumley at intel.com. And, and you can reach me at vicki.g.milhone at intel.com. Great. Thank you so much for being with us today. This has been Kathy Crumley, Global Market Lead, Banking and Payment Enablement at Intel, and Vicki Milhone, Solutions Engineer at Intel. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. And I want to thank our audience for tuning in to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries, brought to you by the Intel IoT Group. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast content to hear more from the Intel Internet of Things group. Thank you. I'm your host, James Kent. Let's talk again soon.